to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 30. Are you sure it's 30? It is, Dave. It's 30. For some reason, I've had a brain fart and thought it was 27 yesterday, but there you go. (laughs) Episode 30, so thank you for writing that down for me. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? I can just say things are getting bad when I'm the organised one day. That's the serious <laughs> issues in the fucking relationship. Well, you know what it is, right? Because normally, I mean, you're very good these days at, at the old notes, but so I need usually need to go fishing for which episode number it is. Yeah. But because yeah. you've written it down, and I'm like, wait, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a second guess, but we'd already started recording, so fucking amateurs. Yeah. That's us, that's us, Dave, we're we badge of honour. So, so we've got the homestays, we've got, and we're only concentrating, there's only three couples really we're concentrating on. We get a little bit of Harrison saying that, about Evelyn, you know, coming for the king and he's doing this impression of her and I'm like, oh, whatever, each you can fucking do one. So you concentrate on this episode, it's Cam Lindell, Evelyn and Rupert, and then Alyssa and Duncan. So Cam goes, you know, back home. You can see that he lives right out in the sticks, doesn't he? Absolutely. It, you know, he's not lying where he says he lives. But it, it, it they seem to be a fun-loving bunch on the videos, Dave. And I think one, one of his brother in that saying, like, oh, he's brought plenty of girls back. But again, <laughs> Cam has given this fucking whole spiel that he's going to be this changed character when he gets home, when he's back in his surroundings. And by the sounds of it, he's playing up to the camera because he's only being affectionate towards her when the camera's not there. And Linda, I mean, I thought what Linda was saying, it's not, Dave, it's not Alyssa levels and we'll talk about her. I <laughs> thought what she was saying was reasonable. She's yeah. like, what's wrong with me? Why do you not want to kiss me? And he's like, I felt under pressure when we were on our honeymoon. And I'm like, that is just, everything about this guy is just dodgy and I cannot put my finger on what's going on. Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on what you said there. You're saying he said it's only when the cameras are there that he's affectionate. I think so. Yeah, that's what I think she was alluding to. And he said, when she said to him, when we were on the honeymoon and you were constantly kissing me when we've been other places, and he went, yeah, I just felt like I was under pressure. And it's yeah. like, it's that just makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense that. I just thought it was more that, you know, he's in his home environment. He's been making all these promises. He's like, oh, no, I'm in the experiment, so I am just feel a bit awkward, fish out of water and everything. It'll all be better when we're back into my environment. And then, you know, they're having a laugh and stuff, but it's as if they're just mates. And you can see she just wants a bit of reassure not even reassurance actually just a bit of fucking affection i don't think he's asking for too much and he's got hung up he's like oh all this is over a kiss and it's like no you're missing the point fuck brains (laughs) 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 oh shit for brains (laughs) fucking this fucking knobhead right if he fucking thinks he's crocodile dundee or something doesn't he yeah. I found it so condescending where where he's like, oh, yeah, she's from the city, you know. Oh, she's not from around here and stuff, and she won't, she won't kiss the fucking fish or whatever. Oh, fucking look at the city girl. You know what? She fucking did it. She fucking yeah. did it. 
And like, I, I just felt like it was, uh, it was just showing him up to be not interested in the relationship at all. I don't know what his game is, but I still think it's what we said before. That, you know, he's just not into it, but he just doesn't have the bollocks to actually come up and say, "Look, I, I'm not really that into this relationship," and I, I feel like she is. So, I think it's pretty unfair. And you know, I tell you what, though, I mean, his mate there, who was stuck in the middle of them while they were having a bit of a Barney, <laughs> I felt sorry for him because <laughs> he's like, uh, I think I might just duck out of this one. No, no, you can stay here. And I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, I, I could really empathize with that bloke. Where it's just like, look, guys, you, this really feels like a private discussion where I shouldn't be here. <laughs> but uh, I, I just feel like, again, there, there's no real hope for these. I, I think he's just full of shit. It, it, the the stuff about traveling away and stuff, it, it's all just excuses. The being out of his comfort zone before and, you know, that was all bullshit. Um, it, I mean... Again, he's said something else, hasn't he, where he doesn't quite realize how bad it comes off. You know, oh, well, uh, you know, I felt under pressure under the honeymoon. So basically, I was completely fake on the honeymoon is what he's saying there. And I think, you know, that coupled up with the comment at the dinner party that, you know, he, um, he'd move, you know, he'd give up his, his career and move for someone he loved. You know, I think this this next one was a doozy as well. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I think we're calling out Bronte and Harrison, but as this has gone on, Cam is playing the same game as them. He's just not as sh- a shit actor, not as bad an actor as them two, or or as obvious, I think, because I'm with you. I'm just like, there's no legs in this relationship. They're not gonna if they get to the commitment ceremony. Well, they but the, the fucking the end ceremony, and they stay together. I will be fucking amazed, Dave. Absolutely amazed. And like you say, <laughs> I love the Crocodile Dundee reference because that's so true. <laughs> Thinks he's some fucking big shot, doesn't he? And, and look, he needs somebody who lives near him by the sounds of it. And Linda's nowhere near him. He needs somebody who he sees for four weeks of the year, Dave. And I've got a theory at the end of the episode, Dave, and I'm going to save it. But yeah, what a complete bell end he is. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I, I think he is. I mean, the, the difference is, for me, between what Bronte and Harrison are doing and what Cam is doing, is I feel like Cam is just, he's wanting to be on TV for as long as he can. He's wanting that profile, and then, you know, he can have a bit of fun after. Bronte and Harrison are taking the piss out of the show and out of us. <laughs> you know, that that is the difference. I think that is where they are out there on their own. But he is he is pretty much gaslighting Lindell, I feel like, you know, because he, he's just not into it. And he, he keeps making all these excuses and, and making out like she's being unreasonable, you know, wanting any kind of affection. What was it, a cuddler day or something like that? You know, and it, it's all just bullshit, really. It's it's all excuses, and I don't buy this shit that like, oh, I've never had a relationship before. I, I'm not having it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not at all. I, I'm with you, Dave. So, Dave, we didn't see much, but Evelyn and Rupert painted each other's faces. The end. I think that was the top and tail of that. But did anything stick out on their fucking thing? Because it didn't for me. 
Well, I think a few things stuck out. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> they, said, they said they had some adult cuddles, you know, so yeah. they, they've gone there. Um, I didn't think this couple would, to be fair. Um, you know, so I, I still don't think they've got a chance. But, you know, it's gone a bit further than I thought it would. But, you know, when it gets to the final vows, I, I just I just don't see this couple sticking it at all. Unless, you know, it's the classic play that, like, well, for the show, for the ending, you know, we'll stay together. And then in the reunion, <laughs> we'll say we've gone our separate ways. Yeah, I think so. I'm not, I mean, we, we do see a little bit of a next episode stuff, and it looks like her mum... Ask him just you know a general question about relationship, and he does the, the, the trick he did when he first met Evelyn, where he just doesn't speak. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. I don't know whether this is a bit of an act or it is actually a nervous tick that he's got, which is fair enough if it is, no problem. But he's not looked like the same person as this epic. This show's gone on as he's not looked like this nervous person. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it is some kind of chronic shyness thing where. Yeah. You know, he, he just—he seems to forget the the English language when he's speaking to other human beings. You know that he doesn't know or is comfortable with. But you know, let's see. It's it's hard, isn't it, to really figure out what Rupert is. You know, is is he this chronically shy person, or is that a bit of an act in itself? You know, it's yeah. it's not clear to me at all. And I tell you what. We, we, <laughs> We can't, or I can't help but come back to Bronte and Harrison because, you know, a little bit of the start of the episode, we did get a bit of Harrison, didn't we? He was taking the piss out of Evelyn, you know, and that she was having a go at him in the dinner party. And then he's like, oh, she decided to have a pop at the king. I'm like, yeah. you fucking knob. <laughs> Could <laughs> is you the be in his eyes? any fucking more of a twat? I'm, I'm really not sure. <laughs> oh, he's such a bell. I mean, we'll see all that tomorrow with them two, but I, I'm literally pulling out the sick bags for that one day. This is going to be <laughs> fucking nauseating again for them two fucking clowns. But yeah. anyway, Dave, the main event, which basically I would say covered about 70% of this episode was... Alyssa and Duncan. Now, I think she is up there with Harrison as gaslighting 101, Dave. Now, it starts off with them two talking and, you know, she comes to see him and she's shouting him and he seems dead happy. He's like, I really missed you, the hugging and all this. And she turns the facts again, like she mentioned when she was on the couches with the experts. Even though Alessandra was saying, he's telling you now he's crying. No, he's told you. And you just knew this was going to come back and it comes up again. And she somehow turns Duncan's vulnerability and, you know, he, him being upset and crying that it's a mistake and it's his fault and because he hasn't told her and it's all about how upset she is. And I'm sat there like, <laughs> this, is, this is Harrison levels of manipulation. You know, it really is because... I, I know it's a saying I've used a few times, Dave, but the juice ain't worth the squeeze with Alyssa. He needs to just get up and pack his bags and fuck off because he did start pushing back on her on tonight's episode, finally. And I think his sister was really good. She wasn't mm. having any of that shit. She was telling him straight, telling her straight. This thing about 
I'll see me on a Wednesday and every other weekend. Is is this child? And I mean, let's be honest. I would. I'm actually recording this. I'm fucking hammered because every time she said child, Dave, I had a swig of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I am absolutely on my ass as we speak. I am wasted because she must say it every sentence. She must be the only person in the whole world who's got children, Dave. What? Well, I mean, what did you think of that? Because it's more to unpack. But I was just like, you are an absolute manipulator 101 for me. Yeah, I mean, apparently she's got a child. Eh? I mean, she's, <laughs> she's never really talked about it before. <laughs> How pissed are you, Dave? Are you playing the game as well? <laughs> Honestly. Oh, it's just so annoying, isn't it? And like you say, the the way she expertly spun it around, that, you know, this was the the incident we're talking about is about Duncan getting upset but she's turned it into she's upset <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, so how dare he because it's upset her and it's just you can see Duncan I, again I, I cannot fault the bloke to be honest for anything that I've seen that he's done now obviously they, they can be maybe kind to him on the edit but I think Again, you you can't edit out or edit in that much stuff to completely make him look like he's, you know, genuinely struggling. It's not like he's having an easy ride. It's not like it's Ollie and uh, what's her name? I always forget Tanya, Tanielle. What was her? Tani, Tani, Tani. That's it. Just a weird name that I don't get. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's like. <laughs> It's not like he's had an easy ride, but you can see him sort of wrestling with where he is and you know what how should he act in this situation. But fucking hell, I I say it again. I must have said it for the last three or four fucking weeks, Chris. Danger Will Robinson, run, run for the hills, Duncan. Because <laughs> honestly, I was getting so wound up. And I tell you what, if I see anything about Alyssa's had a bad fucking edit, I'm gonna go spare because she surrounds herself with a gaggle of fucking Karens, doesn't she? Like oh, all her friends God. are fucking knobs as well. And you you can tell they all validate each other, you know, and, and they've all it's weird how they are friends actually, because they've all only experienced, you know, parenthood. <laughs> no one else has. It's like a fucking new universe or something. And I just thought, for me, that sealed the deal. It's like, no, this this is not a bad edit situation. Your friends are as fucking distasteful as you are. And I, I just, I was getting more and more wound up. And then the way she fucking, the way she matter of fact spells it out, it's like, well, it's, you know, one day every other weekend and then, you know, Wednesdays. And it's like, hang about, where did that fucking demand come from? Yeah, like, you've not mentioned that before, and now you do it in front of your friends and put me on the spot and ask me what I feel about it. Yeah, I thought that was fucking bang out of order. And again, I cannot fault Duncan's uh, the way he handled it because I thought he handled it quite well. You know, there and then he's like, you know, not wanting to embarrass Alyssa in front of her friends and stuff. So yeah, you know, we can handle that. But then. You know, outside of that, it's like, well, fucking hell, you know, how can you just throw me under the bus like that? You know, I, I thought it was a fucking dick move that she did there. and But she doesn't get it, does she? It, the problem is she's 
saying to him that, well, she's emotional. So, you know, don't avoid stuff because I'm emotional. But then he tries to bring up stuff with her. And then she goes, fucking spare. So it's like, well, I don't want to bring anything else up now because I'm scared I'll get the same reaction. But she's almost saying like, well, that's just me. I'm going to go fucking nuts. But you still got to bring it up with me. And I'm like, how's that working out for you? Just in life. (laughs) Has that worked with anyone before? Because I can't imagine it does. You know yourself, if someone's behaving like that, then you will, you'll clam up. Because you're like, oh, I don't want to fucking, you know, cause some drama again. But, yeah, I I just, I didn't think Alyssa could sink any lower in my estimation, Chris. But, yeah, she's she's got worse with this episode, I think. I think so. And I think, like you say, her friends, fucking hell. When you've got friends like that, she's never going to be in the wrong. And if Alyssa's validating her friends... God forbid their partners, what they're going through at this time as well, because she's like, I'm getting this mum group together, which there's nothing wrong with that. Support each other. When they're toxic as her, and I'm like, nah, I'm out. And also what was even what was even more ironic was Alyssa went, this is the most stable relationship I've ever had. I'm like, fuck <laughs> me. It's no wonder you are it's single. A low, low bar. Exactly. I mean, Taking everything out of it, right? It's like, why the hell have you come on a reality TV show, right? Why haven't they done proper psychological profiling on Alyssa? She's clearly not in the right headspace to to be on this show. She's got a completely warped view of the world. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm sort of answering my own question because you know a producer somewhere is going, this is exactly the type of person we need on the show for the ratings. (laughs) But from a human, a, a genuine concerned human being, she shouldn't be on the show and they've not done the due diligence on this this person at all. I know there's a few others we can say on the show. She's purely there for entertainment. Duncan finally is pushing back. And when he said to us, like, I'm getting more and more worried that you think this is a normal relationship. Like, yeah. he can only see her fucking Wednesday. Oh, you can see me at like 9.45 and 10.45 on a Wednesday. You can see me weekend. So my theory, Dave, is this. The experts have fucked up again. Duncan and Lyndall should be together. They would have just gone off into the sunset. They might have mm. been like Ollie Atani. And Alyssa, because she's got such fucking time constraints on who you can get with, it's got to be Cam. Cam only wants to see someone for four weeks of the year. Alyssa just wants to see someone, you know, once on a Wednesday, maybe every weekend. I'm sure <laughs> they can make it fucking work with their ridiculous fucking lifestyle and schedules, Dave, because it makes no sense. These this feel to me now as this has gone on now, they're both with the wrong partners. It should be Duncan and Lyndall and Cam and Alyssa can fuck off and do whatever they want. It's just nonsense. Yeah. I think the problem is not the schedule for me because, you know, uh, she does have a child, Chris, apparently. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does, Dave. Um, you know, I guess it, it's not the same when you're young, free and single you you know you can spend every day in each other's pockets and stuff it's just different isn't it the issue i have with it is the demand there is no compromise there is no discussion it's just you can have me like this or nothing yeah and you're right i think cam and Alyssa are very similar in a lot of respects, I think they'd wind each other up as well, to be fair, because they're both fucking cunts. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be 
crunchy words there. But yeah. <laughs> what the hell are they? I mean, yeah. I, I just think that it, it's the demand. It's my way or the highway, you know, and yeah. that's exactly what Cam has done. But then, you know, as soon as Duncan tries to have this conversation, well, she just fucking storms off. And she can't have this defense of, you know, oh, well, you know, it's because I'm an emotional person. Because she doesn't actually stay there and have the discussion. And then, you know, you get to a resolution, as messy as it is, right? You get to a resolution. She does it all the time. She just fucking storms off. Or, you know, when, when it was at the retreat, it's just like, you know, don't touch me, go away. <laughs> so it is just, ah, it's just so annoying, to be honest. But you know what? This this weird little thing is annoying me. This All of it is really annoying me. But in particular, right, who calls their fucking son a child? Yeah, I know. You don't, do you? You don't think that's weird? Yeah, I do. I, I get not – look, I understand not calling the kid by her ne- his name. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I get yeah. that. I totally get that. It's privacy. It's no, no one else's business. It's her, you know, it's her uh, son. But I do find it very strange. And it's just that anything, Dave, you know, Liz has done anything wrong through life. I've got a child – but your child's 38 now. I've got a child. Yeah, but you're seven. You're seven. I've got a child. I've He's got a child. You know, He's got a mortgage and the wife himself, you know. But I have a child. I have a child. You know what it's like when you did that fucking mean, you did that Melissa and Josh sketch, you know, like, you know, like get your dick out. You know? like, no matter what happens, she goes, I've got a child. Yeah, do you want a cup of tea? I've got a child. All right, did you see in the, in the messenger group? That someone put there was like a picture of her, you know, where you put stay or leave. And it just says on it, I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goes to the doctors. So, what symptoms have you got? I've got a child. All right, okay, no problem. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> it's just the defense for everything, isn't it? it just yeah. It's fucking weird. I mean, ridiculous. Like I say, I, it, it would be normal for me. Like in that situation, to say, "Look, my son is always my priority." Yeah, that that is like normal language. It's just I have a child <laughs> repeated over and over. The fucking Mandalorian called a baby Yoda at the child, didn't he? But that is a fucking Star Wars universe TV show. Normal people don't use that language, and I don't know why, but it's really <sighs> troubling me. I think is the right way of putting it. It's just, it's a weird disassociation. You know, like a child is just anywhere, isn't it? It, it, It's anyone. It's not even a family member. Yeah. It's just a generic word, isn't it? And maybe she's used that in the past, Dave, in other relationships and got away with it. But on a TV show. It's a Mormon thing, actually. I wonder if it's something to do with that. Because it. It's not, is it? It's just dawned on me, right? Child could be anyone's kid, couldn't it? It's like child, kid, whatever. But, yeah, if you're talking about your son, your daughter, whatever, that that feels closer, but child just feels more distant. I I think that's what's troubling me about it. Yeah. It's, it's, 
It's it, and it sounds to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but it, I mean, look, it, we're living in a completely different society. But it also seems like the father has more custody of the ch- said child as well. We're not. To, I, I'm not commenting on the, the parenting skills, but it's a different dynamic with her as well. So it's obviously that time is precious for her then if she wants it. But again, why come on the fucking show then? You know, yeah. I mean, if this, this barrier, why have you never mentioned this to John? Or is it just simply an excuse because you don't like Duncan? I don't know. It, it seems really bizarre. There's a lot of holes. She's not the only contestant, but there's a lot of holes in this completely. That just don't yeah. make any sense. And, and I've just remembered as well. So I think it was Chloe who was saying that, um, you know, we, we were saying yesterday at the commitment ceremony, why are the experts not actually, you know, reading her the riot act? And Chloe was saying, well, she probably just shut down or become emotional and, and it wouldn't result in the right outcome. But I don't think the softly, softly do, stuff does either. I, I can't actually see what the experts could say to her that could get her to, you know, maneuver from the position that she is right now. Yeah. To, to get her to see that like, okay, but you know, you have decided to come on to this show. And with that, you know, you know, let's ignore the fact that it's drama and we love it all. But, you know, the whole premise of the show is that you come here and you you are fucking married. I know it's a fake marriage, but that's the whole point of it, that they match you with someone. So they've matched you. You actually like them. Seems like a good guy. Now it's like, well, I'll give you a bit of time, you know, here, there and everywhere. You know, every other weekend and a Wednesday. You know, maybe... Uh, yeah. It's just, it just seems bullshit to me. It's just disrespectful for her to to join an experiment like this when she doesn't have room for anyone in her life. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that is absolutely the perfect analysis of it, Dave. That's that's it, I think. I, I genuinely yeah. think you're right, honestly. You get Let's a win see. there, Mr. Horrocks. You get a win tonight. Well, all I'll say is, uh, come the end of this season... Alyssa and Duncan will not be together, and Duncan will be better for it. But I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think he's going to be fine, Dave. I think he's going to be fine. Anyway, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. As always, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Get over there, guys, and come and join us on Facebook. We do appreciate everyone who's over there and all the chat. All the episodes are linked on there if you're outside the UK as well for Love Island and Maths as well. So thank you for sticking around and uh, you know joining our, our community, which is great stuff. Uh, if you do want to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So today's Patreon, roll call of honour, is Ken, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Tracy, Hennessy Susan, Dee Dee Katie, Libby, Joanna, Noreen, Chloe, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, Schmave, Nicola, Macy, Alex, Helen, and Larissa. So thank you so much for that. Absolutely amazing support as always. And we are back for another week of this nonsense day. So we will see you next time. And all I'll say is bye. Bye.